No. Want me to tell you right? Yeah, no, come and tell us. Come and tell us. <laughs> okay, good morning. Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. I absolutely appreciate it. I can take, I can take your questions and answers by you going to um, our YouTube live chat. We were supposed to start on time today, and James is going to tell us why we did not. And James is the producer. Hey, guys, everybody here. Sorry oh, yeah. about Good that. morning, everybody, again. Right. So we are late. You should say sorry about that. Yeah. Are you really sorry? <laughs> I'm a little embarrassed. Oh, you should be. <laughs> yeah. But all right. So we're running a little bit late, but now we're now we're live. But you're not telling us why we're late. Oh, we're late because we were just having to fix the shot. We weren't getting a picture. We thought maybe we forgot to take off the screen, the lens cap. But <laughs> but now we're good. Is that Esteban's fault? I want. I just blamed Esteban, but I'm just talking. Where's Esteban? I don't think it's really his. Tell Esteban to come here. He's kind of lazy today. <laughs> he had to get up early on Friday morning to go to work, and he's the kind of guy that any little adjustment that goes against his schedule, he's out of it. That's Esteban. Can I get out of the picture? Yeah, you can. Why are you back there, Esteban? I just feel like being back there. Uh. All right. You coming out with us? Um, maybe. Yeah, come on out. I know you're lazy. You ain't that lazy. Let Jeremiah have a mic. All right, so we're ready to roll. Uh, so I, I just want everybody to know what's going on so I'm not blamed for it. All right? Uh, <laughs> so before we get rolling, before I get rolling, anybody have any? I'm glad to see everybody, by the way. Anybody have any questions or any, did you have a life this week? Anything happen? Uh, did you have a life this week, this past week? Yes. Did you, anybody want to share anything? Yeah, I want to share something. Right on. One live person. Uh, so this is your first time here. Tell us your name again. Roman. Roman. Okay, go ahead. Well, uh, this past uh, week, I forgave my father and my mom for the first time. Oh, yeah? yeah. You went to them? Yeah, I drove uh, to Fresno uh, to forgive my father, and then I drove back to forgive my mom. And so you're driving up to Fresno. What are you thinking? Uh, a lot of things going through my head, <laughs> yeah. getting nervous as I'm getting closer. Yeah. And so you get there, you go in, and you say... Uh, well, he was sleeping. I got there at midnight. So oh, I had to wait for him to wake up, go to work, and then come back. <laughs> oh, man. Was it hard waiting? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Like, as time was going by and uh, it got closer, yeah. like, the more I started to sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it amazing? Here you are an adult, married with two kids, and yet we're afraid, to, all of us have, have that fear of our parents. Isn't that, like, amazing when you think about it? Yeah. That is like an adult man afraid of his father and mother. It's That's crazy. something else. That it's is. Crazy. And so you, when he comes home, do you have to wait until you have dinner? Uh, no, because uh, he had a soccer game. Uh, okay. But it's crazy how everything uh, comes together. Yes. Because uh, he had a soccer game, <clears throat> and uh, I guess uh, his, one of the cars broke down. And then his other car broke down. <laughs> so then we were just stuck together, just me and him. Wow. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. That's why I say that's amazing. 
How, and you're right. The beauty about it, once you overcome that, once you drop that anger, you, you wake up and you return to the Father, everything starts to unfold like that. Your whole life will unfold. Really? Yeah, it's so amazing, man. And so you're driving. Are you driving or he's driving? I'm driving. And so you're driving and you say, Dad, I got to tell you something. Yeah, I start like little by little. <laughs> and then he's kind of, because uh, I don't even like go straight to it. Right. I kind of like warm things up, you know. And uh, he's like saying like. You're like, by the way, how was work today? He's yeah, like, oh, well, it's good, I, son. I don't really have that relationship with my father. He's like, I just why. want to tell you I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, you don't have that kind of relationship? Why I met not? him when I was uh, 13. And then after that, after I met him, he didn't really pay attention. Oh, yeah. It was just doing his thing. I would call him. He never calls me or anything. Yeah. checks up on the granddaughters. Right. <clears throat> so, uh, so I was just kind of like soothing everything up for him. And then I told him, you know, hey, you know, well, this is how I feel, you know, uh, since I was younger, you know, I always felt like this. You were never there. You put my mom through a lot. You put me through a lot. You know, I don't, like, there's uh, times where I wake up and I wonder, you know, like, well, like what am I doing? Uh, like, I feel empty. Like, yeah. I don't know what to do. You know, like, I'm not, like, I'm happy, but I'm not satisfied. Yeah. And, uh, and I was telling him all this, and uh, he started to get the goosebumps. Oh, he did? Like, yeah. He's Your like, father did? Wow. He's like, wow. He started getting the goosebumps. And then he kind of uh, got uh, watery. And he was like, thank you, son. Like, I, like that means a lot. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. And, like, I felt, uh, like, this weight, like, coming down. And then I felt that weight on him, too, like, come off him, too. Yes. It was Isn't that really amazing. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So and I came here. No, and then I had to forgive my mom the next day. So did you have to come back to LA to do that, and yeah, she up I there? I had to go back to Oxnard. Oh, so now you got to drive all the way back and deal with this one. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so you're driving back. You're thinking what? Uh, nothing. Just uh, thinking about my mom. You know, like eh, she's gonna go wild. Like she's crazy. <laughs> Uh, uh, so I get back and uh, we have some uh, like a party to go to attend. So we do that and then uh, it's gonna be my birthday, right. the 29th. That's why I wanted to do it before my birthday. Right. And my mom, I guess uh, she she was gonna make uh, some birria for me, some sort of food. And uh, so I go over and uh, we're eating, and that's when I tell her, you know. So you told her after she had made the food, right? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. The table. Once, yeah. That's, the table. That's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want her poisoning my food or something, you know? <laughs> That's very smart. <laughs> and so you sit there eating, and you say... And then I told her, I was like, you know what I did uh, yesterday? And she said, what? I was like, I was at my dad's house. She was like, what? Uh, and I was like, yeah. She was like, you know what I did? She was like, what? And I told her, I was like, I forgave him. You know, and then she's like, well, what do you have to forgive him for? And this, this, and that. He put us through so much. Oh, you know? Lord. Like, no, don't forgive him. Hate him. Yeah, basically. Amazing. So then I told her, well, um, I was like, no, I forgave him, you know. And, I came, and I'm here, too, in front of you to tell you that I forgive you, too, for all, everything that you put us through. Yeah. For giving birth to me, everything. <laughs> <laughs> I forgive you for giving birth to me. <laughs> And I forgive you, Ma, like, I'm glad, you know, like, we're here now, and I'm able to forgive you and my father, and it feels good. Yeah. And, she, like, she started to, 
You know, it starts going like, no, like, running, you need run, to thank me. You don't forgive me. You need to thank me because I gave you so much. You know, like, yeah, you gave me a lot of hell. <laughs> should I be thanking you for that? She yeah. said, you should thank me? Amazing. And yeah. what did you say? Well, I, I just kind of like uh, ignore it, you know? Yes. So I was just like, and I, I hugged her and I gave her a hug and I said, I love you, Ma. Like, I love you a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no matter what. And like, she felt good too, but she didn't want to show it. Right. You know? So. That's nice, man. Wow. And so now you're free? Yeah. That's, That's amazing. And I came here because I wanted you to see my family and to see that you changed a life and you probably saved a whole family. That's amazing. Now, I'm about to boo Wow. This is what it's all about. We got to become examples so that we can influence others for the good. Because the children of the lie, they're out there influencing people for the bad every day, all day long. And we don't have enough men and women being out in the world influencing others. Right on, man. That's how long you been married. Uh, <laughs> two years. <laughs> You've been married for two years? Two years. And how's that going? Hell. It's hell? Yeah. For, yeah, it's been hell, but it's getting a lot better. And, and hell in what way? You're so honest. That's good. See, <laughs> see, don't let her know. She's out there, right? Yeah. <laughs> no dinner tonight. Probably. Eat out. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and so hell in what way? Just because, uh, I'm not... Because I wasn't being a man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. So I was letting her do whatever she wanted, and yeah. it wasn't really that relationship or how a marriage should work, I guess. Right. So it was, everything was just stress. Uh, everything was out of order, chaos. And I'm trying to keep my sanity, you know? Yeah. But uh, it was just hell. <laughs> I understand that. Well, it won't be now. It'll be heaven. Mm-mm. No. Uh, well, listening to you, uh, I started to kind of man up more, you know? Yeah. And I've been talking to her more and letting her know that, you know what, I'm the head of you. Yeah. the head of our kids. And then little by little, she's getting it. And yeah, it's working out. Is she fighting back? At first. She, well, she's fighting back, yeah. Yeah. She's like, that's what you think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good, man. Now your wife and kids are going to be saved. Yeah. They really will. And then in about 50 years, your wife will come around and then you'll die. <laughs> no. <laughs> At least you. <laughs> no, how, how does she feel about me? Uh, I don't know. I try to talk to her about you, but she's not interested. Oh, she's not? She's like, he's a Trump supporter. She, she said what? She said, he's a Trump supporter. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Are you a Trump supporter? Yeah. Yeah. I noticed that every man and woman that wakes up, they become a Trump supporter. I don't tell them to do it. And the reason for that, your value change. You can now see, so that's why you switch like that. What are you doing? The prayer, the silent prayer. I'm starting to yes. Uh, stay with that. Yes, it helps out a lot. Man. Yeah. Um, what's, what's your wife? Is she out there? Yeah. Um, ask if you want to come in and say something. She's not huh? Oh, she left the building. Oh, uh, oh man. She'll, she'll come back. You have she'll to take an Uber home. <laughs> <laughs> No, when she come back, we'll talk to her. Well, that's good. Any other question or anything? How old are you? 24. Uh, wow, you're young. What made you get married at such a young age? A weak man. A uh, weak, huh? Yeah. It's amazing what we do in that fallen state. It really is. 
I, I'm working with someone now who let, he let he, both of them are young, the husband and wife, and he let his wife do whatever she wants. She could go out to the club with her friends, and she ended up cheating on him. And, and so she regrets it now, so they're trying to work it out. We don't know how it's going to happen, but, but good, man. Absolutely. Isn't that something? Amazing. And all you have to do is to go and forgive. That's all it takes. It's just that simple. And all these years, the churches have not taught that at all. They have mentioned forgiveness, but they won't tell you the steps and why you need to do it and how to do it. So that, and now you can love, so that you can be free. And now you can love your parents in the right way. Love them by not hating them. Yeah. And, and you can be yourself. And every time there's a birthday party, you don't have to go if you don't want to. Uh, and, and you feel free. That's something else, man. It feels great. Yeah. It really does. Amazing. I don't know what else. We can go. Let's do the offering. We can go home. <laughs> right on, man. Um, well, thanks <clears throat> thank for you. coming to bring your family. No, thank you. Thank uh, you for accepting us. Oh, yeah, man. Totally. Anybody else? Right here. Since last Sunday, last service, um, yeah. every single day has been a battle for my soul. Oh, yeah? Yes, In sir. what way? In simple conversations with other individuals and actions that I'm choosing and not choosing. And um, even in things I have no control over, like, you know, um, something will happen in front of me almost as I, to see my reaction. Yeah. And um, I, I really, really thought, no, not thought, but contemplated about what you say, suffer and die. And <laughs> I put it in that we must suffer and live. That's it's right, because when you suffer, that's what's going to happen. You will, you will start to live. Everyone who has anger, uh, everyone who has anger is dying. They're not alive. That's why Christ said, let the dead bury the dead. Because if you have anger, you are not alive. You're breathing. You're barely breathing, but oh, how did that song go? Still alive, but barely breathing. Really, and you don't know that you're dead until you wake up. You're dying. You're getting diseases and all kinds of making bad mistakes and bad choices and overreacting. And things are not what they seem either. That's another thing. Angry people are so brainwashed that it's mind-blowing. I didn't know how brainwashed I was until I started to wake up, until I woke up. The world is messing with you. So you're absolutely right, man. You start to live. Right. And um, I, I do, now that I'm not uh, godless and a sinner, I have so much more time yes. you know, on my hands that I'm not wasting on drugs or alcohol or, you know, sexual activities or anything like that. Yeah. Um, indulgences. So now I use this time into reading, you know, your books and um, other books about the Christian uh, history, not necessarily yes. the faith, but the history. Yes. And um, the, um, the, uh, I, I've been thinking in the past few days, um, or it's, it's been passing through my mind, I should say, that uh, we truly are passing through, real Christians, I should say, um, a modern crusade. 
Yes. And it is a battle every single day for our souls. It sure between is, Between good and evil. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Every, and, and you notice if you say this to even Christians, they always like to say, well, there's a gray area. No. There, you know, you, you have to have mercy. You have, and I, <laughs> mercy or pity, you know? I mean, it's, there's two different things. And um, you, Jesse, remind me so much from reading um, of Pope Urban and uh, King Baldwin IV. These were these, the, 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 these individuals in history who united Christendom in order to fight evil. Yes. And, you know, Christians even back then, a millennia ago, you know, a thousand years ago, they were fighting amongst each other over petty things. Right. You know? And Pope Urban said, enough is enough. We have to unite in order to fight the, the powers of evil. And um, it's... I, you know, it really, every single day, you know, and it's, it's hard, but we have to suffer and live yeah. because Pope Irvin even says um, in a speech he gives in, um, I, I think it was in, in, in Constantinople, he gives, a, he gives a speech and he says that for Christ, he, I like how you say retired, right? He, he was nailed to the cross. He suffered yeah. for us. And like that, we must suffer for him. Right to the point where it will drive us to the brink of the edge, but that is when it's most important. Yes, and let it die. I'm telling you, Paul, he's so right. When you're dying, it feels like the end, right? But really, you're dying and you're waking it up. You're waking up, and that's when it becomes fun. Because what happens is you're no longer anyone else. You're yourself. You're not your daddy. You're not your mother. You're not your friends. You're not your, you, you. And then Christ is, God is working through you. And it just, I can't even find the words. I've been doing this for 29 years. And it's just been amazing. I can't find the words to let you know. When you go and forgive and return to the Father, it's just going to be amazing. Christ has already died so we can live this way. All he needs for us to do is to let him live through us. That's That's all that's required. And you're going to see what to do, what not to do. You have courage. You won't be making all these dumb, crazy mistakes. You won't be in these bad relationships and all that mess. And it just, I, I, I talked to a woman this week who called me, well, several ladies, really. And they were saying, that, well, they found me on YouTube. And they have been dating men who are married, you know, men who are broken up but still married. And they're thinking that somehow or another these men are going to marry them. I'm like, and I, I told them, you know what, I understand. You're in a fallen state, and it just seems like it's right. But doesn't common sense say if this man is married, he's not going to marry you? But you can't see that when you're in that fallen state. You believe lies because Satan is your father. Who would believe that a married man is going to marry them? Anybody ever done that? No. <laughs> You're not going to tell me, huh? <laughs> but just think about that. But in that father's state, you believe lies. And one lady is really suffering. She's like, I don't know why he doesn't want me. I'm like, because he married, you think? <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm telling her, you shouldn't want a man like that anyway. This man is no good. You can never trust him. Because if he's doing it to his wife, even though they're separated, they're still married, he's going to do it to you. 
She's like, well, I know it's because I, I, I had sex with him. I said, yeah, that's true, too. But you got to suffer through it now. You got to just suffer. And it's hard for her to suffer through it because it's so painful. It feels like the death thing. And it is death. But it's your ego dying. It's not you that's made a home inside of you. And it's dying. And so you have to just relax and take the pain. You really do. I've been through it, so I totally understand it. I had so much pain before that I could barely breathe. I used to go home from work, not this job, but this is before we started Barn, and I used to do a radio show, and I would have so much pain, I would just go and lay down on the couch in the evening, and yet I'd say, you know what, Lord, whatever you want to do, whatever. Like Joel, when Joel read out of information, like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> So you just have to let it happen, and it will happen. That ego will die. And all of a sudden, you'll wake up. And it's so amazing. It really is. But you got to take the pain. You got to go to the pain, relax in the pain, and take it. Whether it's overcome bad relationship, drugs, alcohol, fear, whatever it might be, you're going to have to die. And then not you. It's not, it feels like you because it's in your body, and then it's talking to you tell you all these crazy things or it sound like you but if you let it die you will live it's so amazing right on man yes sir. yes sir so i was out of town this week on a trip of the canyons yes and just spent you know time away from the family but when i got back i think one of the things you're talking about is kind of well the gentleman before was talking about forgiving your forgiving your parents yes uh, I'd gone and done that with my mom, uh, and this was already a few weeks ago, but when I got back, and the first interactions with her at, at the <laughs> store is just, you know, something triggered, and I've he heard you talk about anger, but it just felt, I guess, losing your temper is kind of anger, too. And, Absolutely. And, you know, at that moment, it was just a certain instance and I just I lost my temper and it just beta yeah it felt it felt bad and I beta. was just like man no. very beta yeah I agree <laughs> you know and I think it's in those times where you know you you want a tool that you can use and say hey you know I need to just step away but it just happens in like a, a split second in, right and so what did you so you went off on your mother yeah and what did you do did you apologize no oh <laughs> i mean it's I'll, why didn't you apologize after it was all over like like mom i'm a beta right now yeah i'm acting like you and i'm wrong i'm sorry why did you apologize i think i i just kind of held on to it and i uh, wanted to you know figure out a way um to kind of not apologize or something, but I think that's well, you don't the want right. to apologize to her. I didn't want to, but you really I, hate your mama, huh? Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm going off but, on you, and I'm not going to apologize. Yeah, and so I think that's not I or I know it's not the right thing, and right. so I have to, I have to kind of, I have to own up to that and yes. apologize, and yes. uh, and so kind of with the forgiving, I it's like when you forgive, is it just a one-time thing or is it you can do it again or? That's a good, good question. 
absolute good question. Mark want to respond to it first, and then I will. Mark, like, yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> so he went off on his mother. He had already gone and forgiven them. He went off on the, on her again at the market. And um, so now, does he have to go and uh, forgive her again, or how should he deal with this issue and move forward? Let's say you're walking down the road and you saw him. Right. And you had your halo on your head. Uh-huh. He's like, you look like a son of God. What would you say? I would say it's important to see what happened, to see what's going on, like inside of you, why you went off. And when you see that, you know, don't try to find a, these like words, a set of words. I'm going to do this. Or I'm going to do that. And then it'll be good. You know, that, that yeah. puts a sense of like control and that is coming from thoughts, and it's going to send you down the wrong way. So instead of like looking for this key or combination to the lock with words, try to see what happened. Why did that happen? And when you do that, you, you'll see what to do. You know, Absolutely. maybe you just have to apologize and let it go. Maybe you have to forgive again. But I wouldn't look for it in words. Absolutely. No big deal. Don't make it a big deal at all, not one iota. Don't try to figure it out. Just watch yourself, and it will be shown to you. Don't get angry at yourself. Uh, Don't let Satan tell you, oh, you're falling back. You got to go and forgive her again. All lies. Just don't make a big deal. Relax in it, and it will be taken away from you. But if you get mad at yourself, you start judging yourself, you start saying, oh, I'm... uh, I, I didn't forgive her. I thought I had. It's all from Satan. And he's tempting you to judge. The one thing we cannot do in life is judge. We can't have an opinion about anything. So when that happened, have no opinion about it at all. Just notice that it happened, as Mark was saying, and it'll be worked out. But if you judge yourself, you're going to do it again. Because now you're playing God again. It will be shown to you. Just relax. Uh, do you need the mic again? Any? That makes sense? And so if you want to or need to apologize next time you see her, just say, hey, I was right in what I said, but the way I said it was wrong. I'm sorry. And no big deal about that either, right? Just, but don't have an opinion about it. Because one thing that we do in a fallen state, we have an opinion about ourselves and about everything that happens, and we are playing God. And we don't know of ourselves what's right or what's wrong. We don't know. It has to be shown to us. So make no big deal about it. It's not a big deal. That make sense? Okay. Yeah. Everybody understand that? So now that you're forgiven and you do something stupid, no big deal. Really. And it's going to work itself out. If you don't overreact to it, you'll be fine. If you overreact to it, you're going to lose. Really, I'm telling you the truth. If you happen to hit that last joint, anybody smoke pot this morning? Let's say you smoke that pot going to church. <laughs> like, I'm just going to hit this last one. <laughs> so I can be relaxed in church. <laughs> no big deal. All right? Really. It's not, and you're going to see in life, nothing is a big deal. 
in that fallen state, it seems as though everything is a big deal. Yeah. It's really not a big deal. There's not one thing that can happen to you and it's a big deal. But in the fallen state, it seems like it's a big deal. That's the difference because Satan is pretending to be God and he's making everything a big deal to get you to react, overreact, 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 overreact until you kill yourself. Isn't that amazing? Yes, ma'am. I wanted to ask you, how do you get over the fear of the unknown? Um, so in my case, a couple things did happen to me this week, but I feel compelled to ask you about something else. Okay. Um, Is this your first time here? Second. Oh, second time. I know you look a million. Welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Go um, ahead. So how do you forgive before you're actually ready? Because I feel like that's one of the last things I need to do. Right. Is, you know, forgive my mom. But there's this other part of me that's not ready yet because... I don't know where we go after that. Why, why would you not be ready to, oh, because you don't know where you're going? Yeah, it's like the fear forgive? of the unknown. That's a big oh, thing for me. So um, you don't know where you're going or you and your mother relationship? I would say that. You and your mother's the, the, relationship? The latter, yeah. Me oh. and my mother and my relationship. Oh, okay. Because I don't know if she'll be able to fully understand what I'm saying to her. She because it'll be to. so different than everything else that I've said. She doesn't need to. You're going so that you can go free. And if she admits she's wrong, that's nice. If she tells you about her life, that's nice. If she doesn't, that's nice. That's on her. But the one thing that will happen is, as he was saying, you will, one of you guys was saying, you will deal with her in the right way now. Whether she like you or not, whether she want to hang out or not, it won't matter either way to you. You'll still love her because you won't have hatred in your heart. And your life will take off and she might die. And if she does, that's fine. And I feel almost guilty for understanding what you're saying and actually agreeing with you. <laughs> you feel <laughs> but guilty for understanding. you can't say that to people, you know. You yeah. can't really, you can't say you those mean. things. Yeah. But I think that's what it is for me for the most part. It's that I don't know that, like what you were saying, if she goes off, I don't want to be triggered. Oh, because I'm, I'm a big fan of just, you know what, I can't do this, I'm going to walk away. <laughs> that makes people even more mad, and they come after you sometimes. Right. In this case, she probably will. And it's almost like, I guess it is the, it's, it's fear. It's fear. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. So let's say you go to her, and you say, hey, Mom, I've been hating you all, all my life because you've just been evil. You know, you've been controlling my life. You ran my dad off. You killed the plants. <laughs> And, and you're going to be nervous, right? You're going to be feeling I already it. feel nervous just even thinking just about thinking it. Just thinking about it, huh? The only reason you're nervous is because you have that anger and fear come with anger, right? So once you forgive, the fear is going to disappear uh, because perfect love casts out fear. So you're going to come out of that fallen state into perfect love, and it's going to cast out fear. So stand there shaking your boots. She, she won't know it. God would know it and you would know it, but you would get past it. And, and however she act, even though you're shaking, let her act out as though you're watching a movie. Because all she's trying to do is maintain control over you. She can't admit she's wrong. She doesn't want to hear the truth. So she's trying to shut you down to control you. So just stand there shaking. Like, oh, Lord. 
And it'll pass. Once you forgive her, it'll pass. Just say, hey, I just wanted to tell you, I'm sorry for holding that against you. I realized you couldn't help yourself. And you'll walk away free. And it won't matter what she does or say. That makes sense? It actually does. And just one more. Yeah, no. <laughs> this is for us, all of us. So go ahead. Um, so the thing I did this week was I actually quit my job. And I gave them very short notice because I didn't want the doubts to start setting in. I didn't want to give them time to counteroffer. Nothing. Why not? Because I did not. I, I couldn't do it anymore. You just hate your job? Yeah, I've been there seven years. But there's, there's other things to it. Is that a long time it? to be at a job? <laughs> well, no. I mean, I've gone through, like, promotions and stuff oh, like that. I so I figure, okay, I'm at the level now where I'm taking off. Right. So, um, but the biggest thing that I realized that I actually disliked about my job was that my direct supervisor reminds me of my mother. Yes, exactly. And it's at the same time that I actually started listening to yep. you that the, the dots started to connect. Yes. And I said, oh, my gosh, I have to. So if I'm too afraid <laughs> to face my mom, I at least have to do that, you know, get, right. just get out of that environment. Because even though my mom is not around that much, I feel like I'm with her every day. Because you are her, your mother. You're not yourself. And it's yes. so weird that we become like whomever we hate. That's so, I was thinking about that over the weekend. I'm like, this is too weird. You become like the person you hate. You're no longer yourself. You act like them, think like them, everything like someone else. It's like another identity has made a home inside of you. Isn't that like weird when you think about it? And you wonder, why can't I be happy? Because you're not you. Why can't I have peace? You're not you. You're someone else or whatever they are and whatever spirit they're serving, you're serving that too. That's like mind-blowing when you think about it. It is. And your average, I don't want to say like I'm above average, but I mean your average person you run into on the streets does not understand that. That's right. You know, it's, it's so unfortunate. Yeah, it's very strange. And it's like my mother did what she had to do and, you know, how dare I feel, have these feelings about her. But that's okay because you're... I feel like I was born to actually kind of surpass whatever the people before me were, whatever they did. That's right. So, yes. like I said, the thing that I God just... God said, uh, Christ said that greater worse shall we do than what even he did. So we definitely should be doing better than the folks who have died and gone, you know? We should be like walking on water. Who came in this morning on a cloud? See, you should be coming here on a cloud. He came on a cloud. And that's what we should be doing because we have the Holy Spirit with us. We have Christ in us. The kingdom of heaven is in us. All we have to do is live and great things should be happening through us. You're absolutely right. That's mind-blowing. Okay. So you, but, and unless you go and forgive your mother, the next job you get, you're going to have the same type of boss. <laughs> and I'm so afraid of that. And this is the last thing because... I actually gave myself a whole free week coming up just yeah. because I feel like this is something I have to do. And I have to give my time, myself time and space to just take a deep breath and go do it. You yes. know? I can't just go into my next job, like do this the day before and then go into the next job. I can't. I, That's I right. <laughs> I don't want to take that risk. But It'll be rough. Yeah, yeah. But now that you know and you see Things have already started to change for you. The moment you wake up, things start to change already. So your, your, your world is being created for you. Um, you can go out and get married. Let's say you don't forgive your mother. You quit your job, right? I can't stand this lady. She's just like my mother. You could go out today and get married, and you'll marry your mother. The man will be just like your mother. Yes. 
he would have it. And you're like, wow, <laughs> I married my mother. I agree. I agree. Women yeah. tell me that a lot. I ended up marrying my mother. Their husbands are just like mama. You can't get away from that spirit until you forgive so you can overcome it. Then you run into it and there's no bother, no bother at all now. Once you're over that, That's you can have, to. yeah, you have a boss like that, but it'll be the boss acting that way and it's outside of you. It wouldn't impact your mind, your inner self or anything. It's going to be mind blowing. Uh, okay. <laughs> Like I said, the unknown part is how, what, what is, what is, what does that perfect peace feel like? I'm almost fearful of that. Right. But you want me, perfect peace is uh, an absence of conflict. What's, you can't feel peace or anything like that. You just don't feel the conflict anymore. You don't feel the fear anymore. You don't feel the doubt. You don't have suicidal thoughts anymore. You don't feel like you got to have friends or you have to fit in all of that stuff disappear, and you just have you. You're just peaceful. And that's what Christ came to bring us peace. Because he put a bubble around you, and now the world is not as important to you. You can take it or leave it. That's, and so you just have peace, no conflict. Isn't that nice? It, it is nice, and I do know it's possible. Yes. So I just have to take the steps to get there. And so don't wait too long. Your mother's in L.A.? No, she's not too far away, like Riverside County. Oh, okay. Yeah, not too yeah, far. Don't put it off too long because you don't want to put off, especially if you could go do it, you don't want to put it off for tomorrow because today is all that you have. That's true, too. Yes. Yeah. And so once you see it, you, have to, you should do it. Wow. Does that mean I have to do it today? Or like... <laughs> are you no, going I'm out, really serious. Are <laughs> you going out there today? No, I was actually going to just ask her because I have the, a free week. Okay, you know, let's oh, just okay. hang out one oh, day good. this week and I have to make sure I have enough gas in my car to get home in case things get crazy. It's like, <laughs> I've, no, I've really thought this out. Like, she, she's not psycho or anything, but it's just that she gets fired up and it's yeah. like she will not listen to reason. Yeah. And in that way, I'm opposite, but she can take me there because some of her is in me. Right. You know? That's right. So that's the only thing I just, I. No, you'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. You shake for a minute, but it'll pass. And then she might, I don't know what's going to happen. No one does. But she might try to make you feel guilty. I had you. I brought you into this world. I can't believe that all I've done for you. I've heard that And, many and you times. hate me. Yeah. What, what the world are you talking about? And then she's going to go off. And you just watch her. Mm-hmm. And like I said, if she fall out and die, go and look in that drawer right next to the spoon, the knives and spoon. Yes. The insurance paper is there. Yes, yes. I don't think white people, I heard over the week that white people don't put their insurance paper right next to the, to the silverware in the kitchen. No. Right? They put theirs in a little box and lock it away. Can't anyone get to it. But in a firebox, see? Yeah. So you're going to be fine. Are you doing the prayer? No, I actually heard it once. Um, thank you. And meditation, because I, th- I feel like it's a form of meditation. It's in, not in meditation. A way. Now, what would you call it? Because I did want to ask you that. It's observation. Because when we are traumatized as children, we, we escape into our imagination mm-hmm. in order to survive. We're trying to survive the trauma at home and whatever, right? 
And now that you're older and you're seeking for yourself, you got to come out of your imagination. So what God would do is bring you out of those thoughts so you could just be aware of them and then you're not controlled by them. And as you mature in the spirit, as you grow from, you know, birth, from childhood to adult, blah, 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 those thoughts get further, further away from you. And it's like you don't have to worry about them at all. So you want to observe. You want you don't want to meditate on them. You don't want to deny them or hold on to the good ones and all that kind of stuff. Just watch them as you're watching a movie. With no judgment or None at all. Because I have a very analytical mind. That's part that's my career. I analyze and I that's what I do. So. Oh, okay. Well use your mind just to analyze <laughs> stuff, but don't analyze <laughs> thoughts. Just know that every thought you get is a lie. I do believe that. Yeah, everyone. Even if it tells you something that happened yesterday, it's still lying because yesterday doesn't exist, and that's not what's happening right now. All right, that's why we have to let go of all those memories and all that stuff that controls us, because as long as you listen to memories, you're going to suffer because it doesn't exist anymore. It's Satan reminding you, making you think that it's a memory. Isn't that amazing? Yes, and it's something that I'm starting to grasp now because when you're when you're used to feeling a certain way your entire life, when you start to feel differently and things shift, those thoughts do come in to remind you of that feeling that you've yes. always felt. Just let them pass. Yeah. And if you get caught up in one and you start feeling it, mm-hmm. just know you're in a thought and kind of pay attention to see what it is, but let it pass. Don't worry. And if you don't come out of it right away, just relax in it and still go with your day. Because it's all spiritual, there's nothing you can do about it. But have no judgment, no opinion about it. Just observe. Observe. And it's the light of God that causes you to observe. It's not even you. He's allowing you to see. Isn't that amazing? It seems like he's allowing me to do this on my own time. As far as not really pushing me, but yeah, letting little things it. come in little by little. Yes. Like, there's no mistake that I found you. Right I, I don't... You know what I mean? Like, I, I just do. feel like everything is, it just, it just happens that way. You haven't seen anything yet. It, it gets better. <laughs> I'm telling you, you have not, I wish I could tell you. And, and life is simple and simple and simple and simple and things just working and working and working. And we complicate things. Right. Because you listen does. to your father, yeah. the devil. Mm-hmm. He is playing God. And it's not you that's doing it. You're just listening to the lie. Believe it in the lie, and when you believe the lie, you can't believe the truth. You won't even let it in. Right. Yeah. You hate the truth. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And I love the fact that you're so blunt about everything and just black and white on things. I you love that. You want to be that way too, with yeah. love. Yeah. Believe me, with love. Yeah. And then people are gonna. Some people are gonna act out. They're gonna carry on. They're gonna try to make you doubt yourself, and you're gonna sit there and just look at them like they're crazy. Because you can see where they're coming from. You can see where they're coming from. So it doesn't bother you at all. And then they end up apologizing. Some of them. I'm right, telling you. And the ones that don't, I shouldn't be concerned about that, right? Because they're in that fallen state. That's that you on talk them. About. That's right. Right. Okay. Absolutely. And you're going to see that people are in a fallen state. And because you see it, you've got to have compassion for them. You won't hate them. They'll call you names. Oh, they'll try to get you. And then if they can't get you by calling your name, they'll invite you out for coffee. Because <laughs> now they try to be friends. You know, something to control you. There's no way to get in there. Right. I know what you mean. They're looking for that. Yes, because the whole thing is on them now. 
because you didn't overreact to them. They can't dump their problems on you after you stay with them. That's why people always try to get you to react so that they can feel better by judging you. You know, your wife say, and men do this too, you don't love me. Why do you say I don't love you? Because you don't hold me. Now you got to hold her, right? But if you don't hold her, she's going to go and bake you a cake. How was the cake? Oh, it was good. And then you find yourself giving her a kiss, and that's all she needed. Because she or he has control again. But once you overcome that anger, nothing, no thing, nobody on earth can ever control you again. Isn't that like amazing? It's so amazing. Yeah, I don't think so, huh? You'll, you'll find out. Yes, sir. Then I got to ask you, I know you went there with your mother, right? Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> uh, no, you had your hand, right? Uh, yeah, but she, if she's been waiting, she can go. No, go ahead. Yeah. Um, just to go off what you said on, on um, or, or um, say something about um, seeing the spirit in others. And, and one thing I have noticed since last service this week is that because there is only good and evil, evil, which is Satan, uh, the father, right? And um, they will act similarly. They will have the same reactions. They will say similar things. They, they, it's, they are being controlled by the same spirit. Yes. And once you realize that, then, of course, you have to do nothing but forgive them and just, you know, have that compassion for them because yeah. they serve their father, which is the devil. And it's crazy when you see... You, you, it, you would think, oh, everybody's different, but it's who you serve that makes the discernment of, of, of what you are. That's and right. And they will, they will have the same reaction. Just like how, um, I forgot your name is, but... Um, Victoria. Victoria. Um, just how Victoria <laughs> said how the, the boss was like her mother, yeah. right? And you're saying, well, if you go somewhere else and you haven't forgiven, you will just encounter the same thing because That's that right. spirit is, is the same. It's the same spirit. It's the same spirit. You can go to West Hell and get a new boss. <laughs> and even in West Hell, it's the same spirit. Isn't that something? It's the same. I, I, I get calls. I counsel with men and women around the world now. And I'm not bragging anything, but just to let you know, it's the same spirit. Around the world. And those people who have gone and forgiven their parents, they're free. And those who have not, they're still suffering. It's the same spirit. I said on my show, um, the, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in us. Isn't that amazing? amazing? We have that same spirit that raised him from the dead. But what do we act like? Dummies. We're whining. We're slaves to the children of the lie. Afraid to speak up. Don't, and then we're being discriminated against by MasterCard and Visa because they don't like your opinion. We're so needy on the children of the lie. How do we get in that position? Our father made everything. He owns everything. He made it for us on this earth. But we are controlled by the children of the lie. If we got, want to do a tweet and they don't like it, they can block us. That doesn't make sense to me. If you send out an email, they don't like your email, they can keep it from going to where you want it to go. And then we'll leave Twitter and go to somewhere else. And they, Satan children own that too. How did that happen to us when our father owned everything? And we are his children. He made it for us. And we're letting them take over. Over everything. And we're just a helpless 
We don't speak up anymore because I don't want to lose my little tweet. You're right, man. And one thing I want to say about forgiveness, once you truly forgive and return to the Father, you don't even think about forgiveness anymore. It's a way of life. It just, it just is. You don't have to say, oh, I got to forgive this person. Because there's nothing to forgive. You're not taking it personally. You're not judging. Isn't that nice? You're right, man. Yes. So, you went and forgave your mother. I did. So, you're driving down the road mm-hmm. and thinking what? I was nothing. I wasn't scared. Wow, was, yeah. Miss Brave. Uh-huh. I was. I was brave. Well, you said not to be angry and yes. not to be fearful. And yeah, speaking to the mic, woman. Um, so, yeah, I went and saw her. I had a really nice conversation. Um, so I thought <laughs> it was really cool. It was calm. Um, I told her everything I felt, and I told her I forgave her. And she was like, oh, wow, I never knew you felt this way. Um, okay, and I hugged her, and I went home, and I was like, wow, what a nice day. <laughs> um, and then later in the evening, I got a text from her that was like <laughs> this like huge essay of just insanity yeah. and I, I was like Signa, I dare her in the comments like, she forgive me <laughs> who does she think she is text her right now it was bad it, it shocked me I was like wow I thought it was such a nice conversation yeah. I thought it was really productive and positive and um, <laughs> just the text she was being really passive aggressive and um, sarcastic even and it was really strange. And I thought she, she was, like, making a weird joke, a passive-aggressive joke. And I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. I'm not going to take this seriously. So I responded genuinely. Right. And then she sent me another string of texts, um, a whole other essay. And I was just like, I didn't respond. I was like, Good. I did what I did. And yeah. I had a nice conversation. She can't process it. And that's, that's, that's okay. That's right. Yeah. And by the way, Mom, take your medication. <laughs> You are absolutely right. Be done with it. Yeah, I am. Be done with it. Yeah. That is so nice. And so how about your father? I, I love my dad. My dad okay. and I are cool. Right yeah. on. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for inspiring me to go talk to her. Yes. It was really, it was good for me, but for her, it was, I wasn't mean. I wasn't hard on her. Right. Um, I was really sweet and I just, she just couldn't handle couldn't it, Couldn't handle it. That's right. I don't know. So... And yeah. so just wish her well. Yes. And if she wants to hang out, let her know. We can hang out, but you're not going to be yelling at me. You just speak up now. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because now you can do it with love rather than hate, and you're just going to grow. And you're going to deal with everybody in the same manner. It's yes. going to be amazing. Right on. Yeah. That is, uh, we can take up the offering now and go home. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is for men and women. Forgive God will forgive you, and you can live. Really. And you haven't seen anything yet. It's going to be amazing. Are you doing the prayer? No, I, I watched, like, I, I've opened, the, like, the link or whatever. Right. But I, I haven't gotten to it, but I, I want to. Yeah, make sure you do it. Okay. Because God wants us, our mind, to become his mind. And the way that happens, you have to stay with him all the time. That's why he say, pray without ceasing. It just simply means be aware of his mindset rather than loss of your imagination. And so you won't need my voice. You just learn the technique, and you can do it on your own, and it's going to be amazing. But stay with it no matter what happens. Don't let anyone or anything talk you out of it. 
Okay, All right. cool. How often are you supposed to do the silent prayer? Um, I recommend, you know, starting out the first day in the morning when you first wake up, and then last day at night before bed. Okay. Yeah, don't wait until, let's say, if you go to bed at 9 p.m., don't wait until 9, around 8.30 or so, because you might fall asleep. And if you do fall asleep, no big deal. Okay. But, cool. And then after a while, it'll become a way of life for you, and through the day, you'll just catch yourself falling into your imagination, and you'll just come out of it. It'll get easy. Isn't that something? Right on. Did you go and deal with, is your first time here? You've been here before, right? Right here. Yes. Yeah, yeah, first time here. Oh, this is your first time? Yeah, first time. Amazing. Yeah. uh, What's your name? My name's Noah. Noah. uh, She she brought me. Oh, she did? Yeah. Who brought you? Mackenzie. Oh, really? Good for you. Yeah, I'm liking what I'm seeing so far. This is really uh, cool. You didn't know what she would bring you to? No, I mean, I mean, I, no, I don't really have anything to, to share. Just to wow. mainly Well, I'm glad it. you came, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. This All right. Um, so you've not heard of any of this before today? Um, just what she's told me, but oh. I, okay. I didn't know what, what it was going to be like. All right. Yeah. Are you happy so far? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Great. No question right now? No, not really. Well, if you do, let me know. We'll do, absolutely. And you can totally disagree with me. All right, and things will be fine. Are right. you a beta or alpha? I think I'm an alpha. Oh, yeah. We know that we got <laughs> I, I hope I am. Every beta think they're an alpha. All right, no, then I'm I guess I'm a beta, right? What? I guess I'm a beta then, right? No, I'm right. just kidding. You might be an alpha. All right. Yeah. Cool. No, I'm just messing with you. Um, yes, James. Oh, let me take right here first. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I think... Are you a beta or alpha? I'm an alpha. Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah? Nice. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, do, you, do I need to step, for, forgive my stepdad also? Because there was mine and his relationship, was, it, was, it was chaotic. Yeah. You know? Like, um, and then I noticed, because, you know, part of, I'm a substitute teacher. That's one of the things, like, I do, I do that kind of work. Notice sometimes I like act like my stepdad did toward the kids. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't, I feel like, man, I'm, I'm kind of acting like him. Yes. And I just feel so like. So absolutely, you got to forgive him. Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, you're going to act like him. You're going to treat those kids, if not those kids, your own kids, in the same manner you would treat it. You won't be able to help it because you have his spirit in you, which is of his father, the devil. So that's why you're seeing it in you. God is allowing you to see that. So you can go and forgive and he can take it away from you. And by the way, you cannot be an alpha and have anger. Yeah. So you bait her. I mean, I mean, I'm not sure if I'm really angry, but I just kind of. No, you are. You wouldn't have his spirit if you were not. Huh. It, it is a spirit of anger. Right. And doubt and all that kind of. You're not yourself. You're him. That's why you see him in you. You see that you're acting like your stepfather and not like yourself. Okay. So, yeah, you got to go and forgive him. Okay. Are you afraid to? Nah, not really. A little bit? Sort of, but, I mean, it'd be, it'd be a lot more communication than we've had in a while to right. actually sit down and talk. Right. Like, well, yeah, go do it, man. The sooner the better for you, especially if you're working with kids. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anything else? Um, well, 
You know, this week I was kind of I was I was thinking about the things you were talking about. Speak up so they can hear you over there. Oh, I was, I was can't I hear w- that well. I was thinking about the things you were talking about, and um, I don't know. Like, I also do Uber. Like, I also do that, right? And it was it was it was strange because I was like, okay, well, I guess uh, you know, you talk about no sex before marriage, right? Right. And I've kind of been considering about like pretty much in my life, whenever I've kind of when I've done that, it always and somehow ends up being in, it goes in, my life goes into disaster. It's just like. When you're done what? Well, it's just like, you know, like it's sex before marriage, right? Yeah, that's It's right. like, it ends up being like, uh, fast forward six months or a year, there's like these chaotic episodes yes. that happen. Yes. So I was like, okay, well, I guess maybe that's, I guess, I guess I could see why. You know, sex before marriage. You know, like you should probably wait for sex after marriage. Yes. Because then you probably don't have to go through those episodes, right? And um, I was kind of thinking about that, and then I was in the car, and it's just like it was like women were just trying to like, hey, do you want to hang out? Yeah. You want to hang out? Like I have some weed. You don't want to hang out. You want to watch a movie? When you decide to do the right thing, what he's saying is the moment you decide, you know what? I realize now that this is wrong. I need to wait until marriage, right? Right. Satan go down to the gates of hell and he go over to that corner where the women, your type of women are. (laughs) He like, you know what? You got to get busy here. (laughs) This one is trying to get away. Go get him. Really, he, he, he sent everyone out that your type. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But you got to resist. Are you doing the prayer? Um, I'm not. I'm not familiar with it. No. Oh, okay. It's a silent prayer online, uh-huh. and it just shows you how to be still, so you can God can bring you out of your imagination, and He'll guide you with His light. But it is He who is allowing you to see that you resent your stepfather. You can't see it of yourself. He's allowing you to see that. So go and forgive, and uh, do this uh, silent prayer. It's online. Silent prayer dot no silent video. What is it, James? Silent prayer dot video. I don't know what I'm gonna do when if James ever get fired. <laughs> I'm about to find another smart white man. Silent prayer dot video. Okay. Right, James? Yeah. Yeah. So start doing that. Okay. And you'll be fine. One thing I do want to add, there are many worse things you could do in life. And to the ladies, the men and women, worst thing you can do in life on top of the worst things. Is to have sex before marriage. You sink into darkness. It awakens your emotions. And you become needy and you find yourself doing anything for it. And the world have taught, oh, just sex is love. They lied to you again. And we believe those lies in that fallen state. Uh, And then you become rapists and murderers and everything for sex. (laughs) But you can wait until marriage. Especially if you work on yourself the way you're doing. You can wait. You don't have to have it. You're not going to die. All right? I wish the young people knew this because young people have been really brainwashed about sex. Wait until you're married. And then you're going to fall into that anyway, but at least you're under the umbrella of God when you get married. You're still going to be controlled, but at least you're married. So once you make all the babies that you want, then you stop having it and come back to yourself. But if you're not married, you have no way out. You just be from one woman to another woman, to the videos, to this and to that, and then you die. So no sex before marriage. All right? Can you wait in the back? 
Okay. <clears throat> I'm looking at your expression. She's like, what? Oh, no. no. Oh, no. no. Oh, no. <laughs> but it is um, a challenge to be my age and not do it because I am in that generation of, like, oh, we're so liberated, but nobody's really seeing the bigger picture yeah. as far as what it does to you and what it brings you. And it's like a lot of times women only do it because they want to be accepted. And they need that confirmation from men and yeah. all kinds of stuff. So I think, like you said, just to kind of get quiet and actually, you know, come to terms with why you're doing what you're doing. Yes. You know? And How if you're old just, are you? 33. What do you mean, that age? This age, is it's... it's Sarah was 99 <laughs> and Abraham was 100. Did you know that John McCain's mother is 106 years old? She's still living. Did y'all hear about that? 106. She, I'm like, wow. She must suck all the life out of her children. <laughs> she didn't suck the life out of them. They all dying. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It was just a oh, thought. No, that, that was all I was going to say. Yeah. Because, And I think you're right when you say that... Um, if you are, you know, say you're dating somebody and you actually stop having sex with them, how they truly feel about you yeah. actually comes through. And yeah. if that person is willing to separate from you because of that, then you know that that it wasn't you. It's better now than later That's down the right. line that you guys break up because, wow, you know, I want the ladies to know and this is the truth. If it wasn't for sex, men would not have anything to do with women. When, they, they don't care. when they're talking to you and trying to get set, they don't care about your brains. They don't, <laughs> they're not thinking, oh, this is an intelligent one. They're not thinking, uh, I wonder if she has a degree or not, unless they're trying to get your money, right? But if it wasn't for sex, men would not have anything to do with women at all. When they see you, they see sex. They don't see smarts. They don't see that, oh, I better treat her like a lady. They, they just see sex. I'm telling you, because they're in a fallen state. That's why it's best to wait until marriage. You get to know each other. You learn the likes and do's and the don'ts and stuff like that. And you see, well, this is the person I want to be with. Then you get married. Then they, learn, they love you the right way because they didn't fall into that sex thing with you. They learn, they know you. And they like this woman. This woman could be good for, to be my wife and the, children, the mother of my children. This is a woman that I could be faithful with, you know, because they like you. And then the woman feel the same way about the man. She doesn't have to worry about him cheating and all that because he didn't cheat with her. She he had self-control, right? I'm sorry? Because that person had self-control. Yes. And you both Absolutely. at least know that you're equally yoked in that way. That's right. Okay. But once you have that sex, you can't see any of that. It's all emotions, all lies. Oh, baby, baby, I love you. No, you don't. <laughs> anyway, yes, James, and then I come to Hermes. That's a good one, but don't worry about your age. Don't think about that at all. Is that the devil? Yes. Okay. Uh, because he's trying to rush into the situation. You're making a judgment about your age. God doesn't care about your age. He cares about your soul, and he's renewing you. So you can have babies until you're 106 years old, like Miss McCain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, James. Ayla says, the first thing my husband said to me when we first talked was, you're so smart. Uh -huh. And she's like laughing. <laughs> uh, yeah, he lied to you. 
Can I rush through like a bunch of questions? Yeah, men fast? know how to lie to women because they have a woman's nature. That's why they know exactly what you need to hear. You could be like, no, I don't want to hear that. And he knows, no, she's lying. She want to hear this. And he'll just tell you, eventually you start smiling, that's it. Because they have their mother's nature. So they know how women think, how they feel, and everything. Uh-huh. Okay. Along these lines, what does it mean to be the head of your wife? Um, to be the source that provides love, uh, Spirit, you know, like because you're the spiritual head of your wife when she loves you, she loves Christ and so on and so on. You protect her, you provide for her. You are the same as Christ is to the man. That's how the man is to his wife. He's there for her to guide her, to be a perfect example and all that. And you're supposed to be perfect. And if you are a son or a daughter of God, you are made perfect. Don't let anyone tell you his nature is perfect and your nature will become his nature why should you be perfect? All right? And, that, and the wife will love you because she get real love from you and not that emotional love. What should I do if I live on the opposite end of the country from my mother and I can't forgive her over the phone if I'm not supposed to forgive her over the phone? You can. Call her up and tell her. Look, there's, I, I kind of give you guidelines, but I don't want you guys and ladies to have like set rules. You know, your mother's on the phone. You know that this is a perfect time. No, Jesse said, wait till I see her. No, take the moment that God gives you. So if you can do it on the phone, but that moment presents itself. All right? I have a problem with imagining conversations, you know, and uh, kind of speculating what I might say if they say this. How do I stop that? Just doubt every thought. Just know those thoughts are not your own. You are not your thoughts. They're not yours. Really, you don't create thoughts. You don't have, it's not you. So just doubt them. No problem. You said the, you know, the irredeemable sin is to deny the spirit. Yes. Can people who've denied the spirit repent? The moment you see that you're wrong, yes. The only thing, you know, God said, confess your sin and you're free or whatever. All he said is to know that you're wrong. Like you said about your mother, you realize, you know what, I should have done that. That's all it takes. And the moment you realize you are wrong, in that very moment, it's forgotten. God doesn't remember it anymore. It's not written down anywhere. It's only Satan will remind you of it. And if you listen to his voice, now you feel guilty. You got to go and do something to make up because you're listening to the wrong voice. But the moment you see that you're wrong, in that very moment, you're free. What happened to the people who died before Christ came? How, did they just go to hell? I or? have no idea. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I'm trying to live now and work with the folks that's living. Let the dead bury the dead. I have no idea. Don't even think about that. That's Satan. One more that I take, Urban's in. I got some stuff because I want to end right at yeah. the bottom of the hour. All right. Um, can you talk about like when, when you speak up, you lose all of your so-called friends? Um, yeah, when you wake up, your friends now are going to disappear. Your family members disappear. And that's fine because they never were friends anyway. They were fake friends and not the real deal. But the beauty about it is that you're going to run into real men and women that's going to be really good friends. 
You're going to be honest with one another. You won't judge each other. So it's like having an empty glass. It's going to always be filled up with something else that's much better for you. So don't hold on to them. Let them go. If they leave, that's fine. You know now that wasn't a friend anyway. All right? Don't hold on to anybody or anything. Yes, Hermes? Uh, two quick questions. Um, if you drop your anger, do you still need to do the silent prayer? So what now? If you drop your anger, do you still need to do the silent prayer? Um, I would start out doing it, but after a while you won't because you're going to grow into his mindset. Your mind is being renewed, and so eventually you will have his mindset. And so you're in prayer anyway just by being aware and being in his presence with him. And then are you going to get to your biblical question? Do I have one? Yeah, I think it's all who sin or slaves. Is that this week or last week? Uh, all who sin or slaves. Oh, yeah, sin. that was last week. Oh, okay. Did you have an answer for that? No. Oh, okay, that's a good question. I'll, I'll see to it. Okay, here's what I want to tell you about. Uh, anybody have anything else? Oh, this is your first time, right? Yes. Any questions or anything? No, I'm just observing. Uh, have you gone and forgiven your mother yet? Um... Forgave? I don't think I ever hated my mom. I never hated my mom. How about your father? I never hated my dad either. Uh, where'd your anger come from? Anger? I don't have anger. You never had anger? Maybe when I was a child. Oh, you did? And what cost it when you were a child? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe just being a brat and acting out. I don't know. But when I got older, I realized it's not the way to act. And so how, do, how were you able to overcome it? Uh, I don't know, maybe my dad was a good example in my life of what a man should be and how a man should act. So right. Maybe that helped. And so nothing gets to you at all? Not really. Nothing gets on your nerves? I mean, I think as humans we get frustrated, but I wouldn't say angry. Like, I'm not angry by it. I'm frustrated maybe, but not angry. You get frustrated? Yeah, I get frustrated. And so. do you think that's normal to get frustrated? Uh, I think it's normal to get frustrated, yes. Um, I also think that when you do f- get frustrated, you have to step back and realize that. How old are you? Not, I'm 23. Oh, okay. And so why do you say it's normal? When you are frustrated, if someone can cause you to become frustrated, they're controlling you. Well, it's not someone. If you're frustrated, it's because of you. How do you get frustrated because of you? Because it's, it's you. You can't blame somebody for how you feel. Oh, so like... If air frustrates you right now, it's not air, it's you? It's me, because I chose to take it there. I oh, I see. Exactly. But if you didn't have that spirit inside of you, he could never frustrate you. I don't think he can. I mean, right, but you I have don't, it. I don't, I don't, what I say by frustrated is I would probably get frustrated with tasks, not people. I don't with tasks? People, I don't give people that oh, much. Okay. <laughs> I don't give people that much uh, uh, time. So. Are you married? No. You date? Yes. Your girlfriend control you? Oh, we're going to get you on the show. All right, thank you, buddy. So let me tell you a few things that happened this week. And this is, has a lot to do with anger. I just saw this story where a father, uh, in his 40s, I think, had a son in his 20s, I believe. And the father was trying to get the son to clean up his bedroom. And the son would not do it, was giving the father a hard time. And we're going to play this tomorrow on the show, James, going to. The, the video of it. And the father went in, uh, according to the story, allegedly, the father went into the bedroom and shot his son and killed him. And the father said he didn't mean to do it. He just kind of 
He was angry. The son wouldn't listen. And he thought if he went in there with the gun, the son would do the right thing. Ain't that something? That's anger. That's love. So Jeremiah, watch out. <laughs> so when your dad tells you to clean the room, you better rush in there. Uh, I'll get to you in a minute. Let me just get this out. Um, a fifth grader was sitting in class, and the teacher said something to him, and he said, yes, ma'am, to her. And she told him that, according to the story, that she wanted to throw something at him for saying, yes, ma'am, to me. Do not say yes, ma'am. And she made him write on a sheet of paper on both sides, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, over and over and over again. Because she didn't want to be said yes, ma'am. In the South, this happened in North Carolina. I believe it was North Carolina. In the South, you're taught to respect the elderly, right? Well, she, she might not even be an elderly woman, but she's older than a fifth grader. And he was taught to say, yes, ma'am. But she didn't like it, so she punished him for saying that. And so they took him and put him into another classroom, and she's still there to traumatize the rest of the kids. Have anybody here ever felt old when a kid said, yes, sir, or yes, ma'am? Uh, thank you, sir. I felt that way, too, when I was in that father's day. I'm like, am I that old? You got to say yes, sir. So I can imagine what the teacher must feel. But all that is due to that fallen state. The kids are just in respect. You should be happy now, especially in the public school system, because now they can shoot your brains out rather than saying, yes, ma'am, or curse you out or something. What else? I told you about the woman that is dating a man that's married. He's divorced, but I mean, he's separated but married. She's got a hard time. I hear this a lot now. Ladies, do not date men who are married. Do not date men who are divorced, who are dating, who are married. They cannot be trusted. They're never going to love you. Really, they don't love you, ladies. And then don't let Satan tell you, oh, I'm better than that other woman. I know how to train him. I can get him to do what I want. <laughs> ladies do that all the time. I'm a better than that other woman. No, you're not. Because you're dealing with another woman. So don't fall for it, ladies. They don't love you. Yes, sir, miss. Do you ladies understand this, Shirley? Everybody? They don't love you. Okay, I'll come back to you in a minute. Yes. So I'm not speaking for myself because I don't see myself of course. <laughs> getting married again. But what about there's a lot of guys that are divorced that might want to get married? When you tell women not to marry divorced men, I mean, right. you're cutting the odds of those guys Too uh, bad. remarrying. <laughs> Go to Jesus. So you're saying divorced people should never get married? No. Why is that? Because like married a broken car. He already has problems that you're going to have to deal with. When you're young and you're growing up and enjoying life, you're getting your education, building your businesses, whatever you're doing, when it's time to marry, you want someone fresh. You want to be fresh, and you want them to be fresh. You don't want a has-been. <laughs> it's like buying a used car. You're getting in a bunch of trouble because those people already been in a relationship where they are angry, they're already emotional. They're going to dump on you like 90 going north. 
It's best to wait and start out new. Does it make sense? What do you want? Why would a woman want to have an old man that already been married, be used up? And the reason he's divorced because he's beta. <laughs> Ladies, you owe it to yourself. Life is starting new. Have fresh kids, you know, with a fresh relationship. Yes, ma'am. Oh. Um, because what if a person got married in the fallen state, got divorced, and then came to the light? Then, but the I get. But after you said the whole thing you just said, I never saw it that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I think um, I don't want to be too controversial, but I think if we think more of ourselves, we wouldn't even entertain a person like that. That's right. If, if we, you if are we know not the value, in the fallen state, you wouldn't even. Yeah. You would not even consider a married person or a person who is divorced. They wouldn't be on the radar. That's at why all. God said yeah. a divorced person is still married anyway, unless the wife or husband died or something. You're still married just because the world says you're divorced. In reality, you're not divorced. So why why do you want to get into that? So if you've been married already and you're divorced, just come to Jesus and be happy. He'll, he'll give you peace and you won't need it. All right. Yes, Frankie. I was listening on the radio, and I don't know if people know about this, but in in uh, South Africa, the politicians have told the people. To oh, I'm gonna get to that. Hold that thought, because you're gonna throw me off. But I'm getting to that real fast right now. Yeah. All right. So, so, ladies, I'm telling you, do not marry or date or anything a married man or divorced man. And the same thing for the men. Don't do it. And if you've been married and you're divorced, forget it. Go to Jesus. Uh, there's killing it, as Francisco would bring it up. Uh, in South Africa, they have a black government now, the ANC. And so the ANC redid the Constitution. So what? Black communist. What? Black communist government. Oh, whatever. <laughs> and so what they've done is they changed the Constitution, and now they are taking the land from the whites without compensation. And, and so the, the thuggiest blacks are going out into the lands. They are robbing and stealing. They walk up to these people's door and just shoot them in the face. Raping. They are killing the kids and raping and everything. Isn't that amazing? And the point is, if we don't wake up, that's coming here. And we let the, our government be taken over, it's going to happen to whites here. That's why we all got to wake up. Well, not the only reason, but one of the reasons. Because it, it can easily happen here. Because those folks didn't stand up. And I, I found out the other day that white people were the first people in South Africa, not black people. I didn't know that. Because I heard that the white people went there and took it from the blacks. Not true. Isn't that amazing? We've been lied to in the fallen state. Um, Oh, I'm going to play this on the show tomorrow. I found this video where, this must be a white thing, where white people were crying over a tree that died in the woods. Did y'all hear about that? Did everybody hear about that? Yeah, white people are weird. And these people are like really crying. Grown men and grown women. They're like crying like mama died. They're like, oh, Oh, Lord. 
And they are mourning over a tree in the woods. And there are a whole bunch of other trees around them. I'm like, go love that tree that's living there. <laughs> How do you fall into a state like that? And they are serious about it. They were not playing around. They were, cry- they were on their knees, laying on the ground, and crying over a tree. It reminded me of when President Trump won the election. <laughs> It reminded me of that. Yeah, they were like, it was just like that. These children of the lie, they cry over anything. How do you cry over a tree? You have to know you're in a fallen state, right? But yeah, so watch the show tomorrow. You'll see it on a podcast. Oh, so here's my question. And I'm going to go from this session to this session, this one. I just want one person to respond because it's 1224 PM, I, I got to end at 12.30. Otherwise, just stop yelling at me. What is the purpose of forgiveness? What, why is it necessary to go and forgive? I'm going to ask this young man right here in the middle. Yes. To free yourself? To free yourself? Okay. In the, or in the shirt right here. To forgive? What's the purpose of forgiving? Cleanse your soul. Cleanse your soul. Okay. Right here. Uh, this is so much fun, huh? Now everybody wondering, what is it? What is it? I feel that the purpose uh, for forgiving is uh, so you can continue living your life the right way, the way that you should be living it, and not in fear or based on uh, what other people are going to say. Just free. Be your own. Be yourself. Okay. Dallon. purpose of forgiving um, to get out of the fallen state okay in the hat to return to God uh, where did Frankie go Frankie, Frankie. I thought that Frankie answer since he tried to tell us about the Russian thing too fast uh, to, what's the purpose of forgiving to be free Irma's got the last word to reconnect hold, hold on a minute to reconnect with God. Um, the purpose of forgiving is to return to the Father. That's the purpose. Before you enter into the kingdom of heaven within, you must forgive. There will come a day when I will return the children to the fathers and the father to the children. And that's the way you do it. Because once you return to the Father, He makes you whole again, He wakes you up. And you can live your life. That's the purpose of forgiveness. You can't do it any other way. Before you enter into the kingdom of heaven, you must forgive. And then once you forgive, once you enter it, all those things that you, all you guys mentioned, they were, those are true things. But it only happened after you return to the Father. That yearning that you have, that little void where something is missing deep down in your soul, 
and, and, and it doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter how many friends you have. It's a yearning for the Father. That's why when you return to him, you're made whole. This is for women, boys, girls, men, and women. That's what this is all about, to return to the Father. Don't hate your father. If you are angry at your earthly father, you will never know God. That's why Satan worked overtime to turn you away from your earthly father. Because men, even if they're weak, they represent Christ on earth. They do. And if you hate the son, you're going to hate the father. And, and love is just simply not hating. When you overcome that anger, you have love. All right? That makes sense? Anybody doubt that or any questions about that? Okay. I am ending this. I'm happy for me. So thank you all so much for tuning in. And um, don't forget, you can call into the show tomorrow all week. And if we didn't get to some of your questions or comments uh, today, we can get to them as we move forward uh, this week. Uh, what else? Don't forget to donate. We need your tithe and offerings. And uh, in order to keep doing what we are doing, we have all kind of books up there, T-shirts and all kinds of things. Every time we get goes back. And don't forget to do the silent prayer. Stay with the prayer no matter what happens. All right. Thank you so much. Any announcement, Hermes? No, just uh, do people make sure we get your, we have a signing sheet, so make sure we get your info. Okay. So thank you folks for tuning in. Thank you all for coming. I absolutely appreciate it. Thank you. (laughs) 